T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 10.05, late night, hour number two. Steve Thompson in for Henry. He's got to get up early. He's doing the morning news for Dave Lee tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. We invite you to tune in. Dave's doing the state tournaments. We'll have more on that later on in the hour, including scores, coach interviews, etc. Quick update on what transpired earlier in the day. Twins beat the Tigers 3-2 to two in the final game of that three-game set and come home 4-2, and two. home opener tomorrow, weather permitting. We'll keep our fingers crossed. First pitch, 3-10. Uh, pregame, 2-30, Chris Atterbury. Then Corey Provost, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. And really, our coverage of the home opener starts with Henry. Uh, he'll have Twins President Dave St. Peter and so much more. And our coverage will continue uh, with Corey Hapla and Chad Hartman in the lead-up to our pregame show at 2.30 tomorrow. Timberwolves got beat. Uh, it was a high-scoring affair. Indianapolis, or Indiana, wins in Indianapolis, beating Minnesota 141-137. to uh, The Timberwolves, just a terrible second quarter tonight. And they're, they're down by 21 at the half, came back and fell short. They lose 141-137. to They'll be at Boston on Friday night. Our coverage begins at 6. Tip-off just after 6.30 with Alan Horton here on the home of the Timberwolves. Disappointing result tonight after beating Sacramento on Monday night, 116-106. to College hockey takes center stage tomorrow with the men's Frozen Four in Pittsburgh, PA. And uh, good enough to join us here on Lake Night is Chris Peters. He's covered hockey for a long, long time all over North America. Chris, good to visit with you. Steve, great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. And here we are, Frozen Four in Pittsburgh. Three Minnesota teams, none of them named the Golden Gophers. Yeah, how about it, right? I mean, you got you got Minnesota Duluth, St. Cloud State, Minnesota State. And, I mean, really... I think every single one of those teams can can look at this uh, this tournament and and see that national championship ring kind of in, in, right right in front of them uh, because it it is really evenly matched and you know UMass is the other team in here the only uh, uh, outsider if you will um, and so yeah so it's it's really interesting to see those schools here to to see what Minnesota State did to, to Minnesota. Uh, two weeks ago at the regionals, and now uh, now they have the, the biggest opportunity that that uh, that hockey program's ever had here. Yeah, and coming into a UMass making some news because of you know uh, they've got key players out. 
They do, yeah, and including Philip Lindbergh, their starting goaltender and, and a Minnesota Wild prospect at that. So there was there was going to be several Minnesota connections on that UMass team anyway. But unfortunately, Philip Lindbergh not able to play. We we don't know. We're basically what we do know is that one player tested positive. We don't know which one, but the other three were close contacts. And there is a slight chance that if UMass advances past Minnesota Duluth, that Whoever was a close contact, and, and as long so long as they test negative, they could potentially come to Pittsburgh and and play in the national championship game on Saturday. But that remains to be seen. It's it's still you know questionable. But yeah, they they lose their starting goaltender and their leading goal scorer Carson Gusevich, who is a, a senior transfer, uh, and you know this is his his last opportunity, and he came to UMass to to play there and to have this opportunity, unfortunately for him, um, he is uh, not going to be able to play at least on, on Thursday. And both those guys or all of all the players, all four players have to hope that they're, uh, that, that the UMass Minutemen can advance and, and maybe bring home some hardware for them if they're not able to play. Yeah. And for UMD, they are the defending champs. They won the last frozen four that was played in 2019 so here they are and certainly going into this with, with the pedigree and and what they've done in in Duluth um you, you got to look at this thing and say hey this is UMD's frozen for Duluth you know I mean yeah with the way the way things have been going and the way that they've they've played in the and and when they get down to this time of year they certainly look like a favorite. And the fact that they beat the number one overall seed in North Dakota two weeks ago in that five overtime epic, um, you know, they, they have just continued to show that they're one of the best postseason teams in the history of college hockey. I mean, they've won nine consecutive NCAA tournament games. So they've got, you know, both of the last two national championships. They made it to the national championship game three years ago as well. So this is, they're going to be there. You know, they have a chance at making, you know, essentially four straight national championships which is just you know at least in the game uh making it to the final game but yeah it's just it's incredible what scott sandalin has done there he's built an incredible program um you know they they continually lose outstanding players to the pros or to graduation and they always seem to find more and it's not like they're getting the elite of the elite recruits they're not getting a ton of first round draft picks or or, or highly drafted guys that, that are coming to their program. They get plenty of drafted players, but they're usually mid round picks and, you know, guys coming out of the, straight out of high school. And, uh, they always somehow find a way to, you know, put, put an extremely competitive team on the ice. And I think that starts with the head coach and Scott Sandlin. Yeah. Just a, an incredible story. What UMD has been able to do. They, they did get a break early in the tournament. They, they didn't have to play Michigan and, and they needed every bit of saved up energy to take down North Dakota in that epic. That, that's a game that people are going to talk about for, for a long, long time, but, but they're there and they get UMass that'll be in the nightcap uh, tomorrow night in Pittsburgh, the early game, Minnesota state and St. Cloud state. And what, what I love so much about this matchup is, you know, they, they were rivals forever in the old Northern central conference. They, they still play a ton of sports together head to head in the Northern sun. Uh, they don't play in the same hockey conference. Uh, th- this is just a great rivalry. Minnesota state, St. Cloud state in the early game. This one's going to be fun. It, it- 
it is. It's going to be a blast because I think that there are two teams that uh, try to win games in in similar ways, where they are they want to have the puck, they want to push the pace, they want to be the you know the, the more physical team in the games that they play. You know, you look at what St. Cloud State did to Boston College and Boston University um, and the regionals, and they won with experience. They won with grit. They they made themselves very difficult to play against. They got the advantage of some bounces against Boston University. And then, you know, they, they lost leading goal scorer Easton Brodzinski early in the game against Boston College and still managed to, you know, with the depth of their lineup, put the pressure on one of the best teams that I watched all year in Boston College and, and one of the best goaltenders in Spencer Knight. They really made uh, made, made a great uh, a great push in the tournament. And now, you know, you look at what Minnesota State did in their, in their regional. They had to come back and beat Quinnipiac, and then they also go and beat – Minnesota shut them out, completely dominate that game. And so I think both teams are coming into this with a huge amount of confidence, not just because they won their regionals, but because they've both had outstanding seasons. They've played consistently. You look at St. Cloud, they, they played Minnesota Duluth seven times this season, and they won five of those games. So, you know, that's, that's what you're getting with the Huskies. And, and, and then, you know, Minnesota State having had such a challenging but then really successful um uh, really successful uh, final and, and regional there. It, it's I, I'm fascinated to see how they're going to match up. I think it's so evenly matched up. Uh, very well could come down to goaltending. And you've got David Rennick for St. Cloud State, who's been playing the best hockey of his collegiate career over the last few weeks, and and Dryden McKay, who's one of the three finalists for the Hobie Baker. Um, so I mean, you're you're talking about a marquee matchup if there ever was one. Even if these these two schools might not be as familiar to, to uh, other you know other hockey fans that, that may not know uh, Minnesota State and, and St. Cloud State, they're going to they're get an eyeful when they, when they watch that game on, on Thursday. Yeah, and a final thought here, Chris. For Minnesota State, a bit of redemption to get there because they have put together some very good seasons in the WCHA and haven't been able to get over the hump and get to a frozen four. So uh, on that front, you, you're, you're happy for the Mavericks. Absolutely. I mean, Mike Hastings taking six six trips to the to the national tournament and not getting out of the first round until this year. It, you know, I think the monkey was off the back for him for for the program, and, and they've yeah. You know, I think this team is not as talented as some of the other teams that have, have fallen short. You know, I think that they've finally just had enough and saved some of their best hockey. I mean, they they. They kind of, unfortunately, in the WCHA tournament, had one of their worst games of the season against Northern Michigan. End up, you know, getting upset in that tournament. I think that that might have been the wake-up call that that team needed after really running roughshod over the league throughout the entire season. So, you know, it reminds you pretty quickly. Um, you know, it's all about winning the right games. And as much as they would have surely liked to have a WCHA postseason title, especially since they were hosting the tournament, um, you know, I think that they'd much rather have this one that two games away from them right now. Well, Chris, always good to visit with you. Um, how do people find your work? I know you're going to be busy covering the Frozen Four in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just got to Pittsburgh today. I'm really excited to be here. But, uh, you know, if everybody uh, can uh, check out the website, uh, hockeysense.substack.com, um, and subscribe to that, there is a currently a free uh, Frozen Four preview on there. Um, and then also on Twitter, at Chris M. Peters. So, yeah, those are the places that you can follow me and 
hopefully, uh, yeah, check out check out the website. Subscribe if you like it. There's a lot of college hockey content there and a lot more coming as well. Yeah, and if, you, and if you're not busy Friday night, we might have you back and preview the title game. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good to me, Steve. Thanks a lot. All right, Chris, good to visit with you. Once again, Frozen 4 is set. Early game at 4. Minnesota State and St. Cloud State. I, I'm not going to pick a winner. Mavericks, Huskies, are you kidding me? Uh, looking forward to it. And then UMD and UMass in the nightcap. I like the Bulldogs there. How about that? It is 10-17. Quick break. We will talk high school hoops here on Lake Night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.